Wake up. It's Black Friday, bitch. And you're a doer. And doers get more done. That's right. You give in to my shame. You give in to being the perfect Home Depot pupil. A doer. Welcome to Doer Nation. Sure, your other friends are sleeping off those gummies they had at Thanksgiving last night. Those IPAs. That extra bottle of shard. Not you. You're a doer. You've been up since 5 a.m. and you're in the Home Depot parking lot at 5.45. Store opens at 6. How's that coffee in your Stanley mug? Do you even know what you're gonna build today? Or are you just here because you think you have to be? I mean, what is my voice anyway? Is it the voice of Home Depot? Is it the voice of being a doer? Or is my voice a representation of a parent, of a spouse, of someone who wants to eat up all of your free time? That's right, I'm here for your free time. Wanna put garland on your gazebo? That gazebo you built last spring break? for Easter. Those were great photos. Now it's time to do it all over again. Get out the fluffy fake snow, a couple of reindeer, and get a scene that even the fat man himself would be proud of. Do I sound condescending when I talk about Santa? Of course I do. I'm just a voice. I'm a scary voice in your head. What's my body fat? What isn't it? I'm your nightmare, but maybe you can live up. Pupil, 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 doer. We've got aisles and aisles and aisles of stuff to keep you busy for the rest of your life. And the holidays is that times a thousand. Oh. You think it's all gonna go away when the tree's up. Not so fast. You're not gonna be watching It's a Wonderful Life on a couch. Because just when you have all of the holiday decorations up you thought you could possibly do, there's something to winterize. Winterize this, winterize that. And unlike George Bailey in your favorite little black and white movie, no one in this town is gonna come save you. No one's gonna bail you out. You're all alone. It's just me and you, doer. So get to doing. It's doing season at the Home Depot. A new meaning to what are you doing today. And you can pretend to like it. You can take video of yourself pulling some narrow hose off of a giant spool. But you're not the rock in an early morning workout. You're a customer. They'll take your money, I'll take your time. Cause this holiday season, you're gonna be knee deep in the dupla. Doer pla. Want a five gallon bucket for $5? Do you know 
How many tasks you can do with an orange five-gallon bucket? <laughs> Come to the Home Depot. We've got you for life. Humans, what the heck is up? It is Black Friday. It's your boy. Your boy coming to you from a hotel room, and I use the room, the word hotel loosely, a Holiday Inn Express whose better days are far, far behind it. But you know, I, I, I'm a purist. I reserve the word motel, you know, short for motor in, you know, for the kind of place where you can park right outside of your room and walk in. This is not that. You have to come inside. You have to take an elevator or find the fire escape to come upstairs. So this is a hotel. It's Thanksgiving morning. I'm recording this on Thanksgiving Day, November 24th. Earliest you can hear it is Black Friday, November 25th. Who's stoked for the USA versus England today? Humans, I will be traveling Back to NYC. I'll be landing 15 minutes after the game starts. And I've got a little cliffhanger here for you. I'm not sure whether I should just watch the game on my phone, take a cab back to my hood. Shouldn't take that long. Not too much traffic on a holiday, typically in New York. Get my ass back to Greenpoint or some such and catch the second half of the game. Or... Am I a realist and say, well, if my flight lands at 2.15, I'm probably not getting off the plane till what, 2.30? Do I just watch the game in LaGuardia at a bar with my bags? I'll look like a traveler, but I'm done. My travel's behind me. I can actually just enjoy an airport bar for what it is. I'm tempted to do that. I'm here in Columbia, South Carolina for the Hollis family traditional Thanksgiving. Last night, a little barbecue at my aunt and uncle's house. Today, the Holiday Inn Express continental breakfast with members of my extended family. We take over a whole section of the breakfast area. We change the channel to the Macy's Day Parade. We really really make ourselves at home here at this IHG property. Having a Keurig coffee in my room, all the trimmings, all the trimmings of just a classic chain hotel, not quite motel, not quite motel. So humans, what is new? You know, when I was in LaGuardia yesterday, and I was traveling on quote-unquote the busiest travel day of the year. When I was in LaGuardia yesterday, and forgive me if it's a little echoey, I am in a hotel room, forgive me. You know, they've, they've, they've been redoing the LaGuardia airport. You know, it's been a, a, real, a real thing, very much a thing. And I was in one of the newer wings, one of the newer terminals. And wouldn't you know... There's a restaurant opening soon called the Hunt and Fish Grill. What? A, I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get. You know what they're trying to be. They're going to be an airport version of 
something that if you couldn't think of the real name of the restaurant, you would say, oh, the Hunt and Fish Grill. But did anyone think we should come up with an actual name? I mean, in the movie The Shining, when Jack is either having one of his hallucinations or he's surrounded by the ghosts, however you want to see it, towards the end, there's the butler type guy, butler waiter type guy that he's nicknamed Jeevesy. Jeevesy, old boy. And I think he says something along the lines of what time is, what time is the duck and goose soiree? And we know what he means. He's kind of lampooning. He's making fun of a fancy thing. And he's just calling it the duck and goose soiree. The name of this restaurant in Terminal B for American Airlines, I'm mostly a Delta guy, but for American Airlines, is called the Hunt and Fish Grill. Just a couple of words different than the duck and goose soiree, in my opinion. I don't know if it's just they're naming it that because it's easy to understand the faux, stuffy atmosphere they're trying to project. You know, I guess you have the Hunt and Fish Grill. I mean, couldn't you call it like the Hound and Bass? Can't we? Can't we pick like some a little bit more of a specific? The Hound and Bass Grill. The Hound and Striper Grill. I can't think of another fish. I can't think of a freshwater fish. <laughs> anyway, humans, I'm catching up on all this FTX news. It's pretty fascinating. Love a good scandal. And yes, people are going after the celebrities that advertise with FTX. People are going after celebrities that advertise with any of these crypto things. I think we've talked about that here on the show. Who loves you, pretty baby? But I saw something concerning. A person whom I used to know from the comedy community, community, the improv comedy community, was tweeting a joke about having been in one of these commercials and was like, oh, I guess I won't be getting residuals from my FTX commercial anymore. And I just think to myself, wow, so you think you have nothing to do with that. You think you being not a megastar and being in one of these ads, you have nothing to do with manipulating people. You being in a commercial for something it has nothing to do with manipulating people into investing in that or buying something. Must be nice. Must be nice to have that view on the world. Oh, I, I didn't cause that. I'm not a megastar. I was just in the ad. I'm not contributing to plastic in our oceans and in our woods. No one ever talks about the woods. There's plenty of plastic in the woods. I'm not contributing to that. I mean, I drink five bottles of water a day and I use this single-use plastic and that single-use plastic, but it's not me. It couldn't be me. The state of social media is like, oh, I still have to brag and bring up that I was in a commercial, even though it's for something that's collapsed and has cost people money and everything else. There's no shame. There's no shame. There's still a way to brag about something. 
<laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Boy, it's echo in here. My God. I need to talk more quietly, humans. I need to talk to you right here. So what's on tap? What's on tap, humans? We're going to play a little... Probably throw the pigskin around in the front yard today. I've been visualizing. Visualizing how that'll feel, you know? Picturing my... Trying to picture my shoulder pain that I'll feel on, like, Saturday or something like that. You know, sore muscles kind of get you, like... Not always the next day, but it's the day after the next day. So thinking about that. Of course, I'm one of those people that hits the holidays pretty hard. As soon as, uh, as, soon as Thanksgiving Day is over. And I know I started this episode with a kind of a fun commercial for you. Hope you enjoyed that. But there's another commercial I want to talk about. There's an AT&T commercial out right now. And it's a bunch of like overnight workers like texting each other like you working tonight, you working tonight. And it's kind of showing that there's like this band of uh, band of brotherhood and sisterhood amongst people that work the graveyard shift. And it's kind of showing that they're working on Christmas Eve. And, you know, listen, I hate a lot of commercials. But there's something that attracts me to them as well. I was watching this one. I was like kind of excited. Like this is kind of warm. This is kind of warm. And then they have Santa. Santa jumps in. Now he's not an everyday Santa. He's dressed like regular Santa. Thank God. So sick of these everyday Santas. And we, you know, I'm going to get Veronica on here. Veronica. Need to get you on here to help me break down these everyday Santas because we were texting about it the other day and she brought up something very interesting. So, humans, stay tuned for that. Next episode of The One After, for, for goodness sake. Whoops, just hit the desk here. Anyway, this ad. So then Santa gets involved and he's on the text. He's like, yeah, I'm working. And then one of the workers says to him, you know, ha ha, you only do this once a year, bro. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it's warm. It's fuzzy. It's everything I want out of a holiday commercial. Record scratch. Right up until the AT&T girl. We all know her. She's somewhat attractive, somewhat normal looking. She's that brunette. She's been in their commercials for a couple of years now. I might be stepping on some toes here. I know some humans like her they formed a bond with her she's in a lot of nfl commercials a lot a lot of her commercials run during nfl games and of my friends and of the you humans that enjoy the nfl you know you formed a bond with her over these years and this year this year her makeup's a little more smoky she has a little bit more of a sexy edge i'm not trying to sound like a like a misogynist or a toxic male here. I'm just calling it like I see it. This year, she has more of a sexy edge. I've heard people say this. So it's really doing wonders for, for those of you that has formed a bond with her. So I may be alienating myself from you right now. But like I said, the, the commercial's going well. You set up this overnight worker on Christmas Eve thing. There's a little bit of sadness, but a little bit of hope, a little bit of warmth. Santa's involved. They're teasing Santa a bit. It's just nice. It's nice. And then cut to the AT&T girl. And she's in the text chain as well. Wearing a name tag. And like in an AT&T store. 
What? First of all, what AT&T retail store is open during the graveyard shift? I don't know of one. Secondly, yes, I know these are all paid actors. I know none of them probably work for AT&T. I mean, if they did, that would just be a coincidence. I know that Santa in this particular ad is a paid actor. And thank God he's not an everyday Santa. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say everyday Santas, listen to the last episode. We break it down. I break it down. But come on, man. You, I was willing to suspend disbelief and get into the mood of this commercial. You had me. And I hate major tele, telecommunications companies. I mean, AT&T, if you read into the Patriot Act and stuff, I mean, they were just willingly letting the government jump in and do surveillance. And I was willing to let all of that go and enjoy this ad. Right up until they shoved the AT&T girl down our throats and she's on this text chain and now she's working the graveyard shift too. I mean, I'm, I'm led to believe these are all workers that work the graveyard shift all of the time. And they, they have a subculture. They're on a giant text thread amongst people that are up. You know, maybe it gives them some normalcy. I mean, I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to go there all night long. I once pitched a pilot idea not to, not to the biggest decision makers in the world, but I once pitched a pilot idea that's kind of about this type of environment. This, is, this warmed me up right up until you shoved the AT&T girl down my throat. She's not an overnight worker. She's like a spokesman. And if we want to believe she works in an AT&T store, well, they're not open from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. They're just not. Unreal. Unreal. She sends a little heart to the group text thread. Let's get you some of the audio from that commercial. Please forgive the quality. You know, this is just life on the road. This is life on the fly. Hey, everyone. We all working tonight? This is a doctor guy. Yup. Another woman looking at a cup of coffee. Gonna be a long night, that's Santa. Dude, you work one night a year. Santa, LOL. Everything's better when we connect. Alright, I'm on board, I'm on board. Oh, here's the AT&T girl. Sending a heart. Just unnecessary. And like I said, I mean, I was on board. I was on board for the concept. I was feeling forgiving. Maybe that was me being in the holiday spirit. I was willing to watch this AT&T ad with an open mind. Took me right out of it. And, you know, listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. I know that this woman has a place in many of your hearts. I grow attached to certain people I see in ads and certain people I see on television all of the time. I'm wondering how you feel about this, you know? Do you have a name for her? Is she just the AT&T girl? And listen, I'm not making it up. People have told me the smoky makeup this year, she has a little bit more of a sexy, sultry look. And I think I can say that without sounding like a pig. I mean, she the point of her is to sell AT&T subscriptions and phones, right? So that's just, that's just it. You know, you're a marketer. I'm not criticizing someone in their one-woman show. I mean, 
this is the point is to sell phones. You're a vessel of phone selling. But I do want to hear from you listeners. If if this, you know, maybe maybe I'm way wrong. Maybe I'm way off base on this one. Hey, Sid. I'm okay with you disliking dogs. I'm okay with you hating certain commercials, but don't come after my AT&T girl. Maybe, maybe, just maybe there's a world where an AT&T retail store is open all night long and she's working the overnight shift. Okay. Okay, well, I find it a little odd that she'd be on their text thread. It's not like she's working the overnight all the time. Most of her commercials seem to take place during the day. Just saying. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Now, humans, aren't we all wondering what Andrew and Tampa decided to do? Did he make his way into downtown Savannah? Did, you know, was, was, there, was there holiday traffic? Did he, just, did he decide it was too much? Was it too much to get off the road? Was it too much to deviate from I-95 and go into town for a proper meal? I guess we're all wondering. And Andrew, there's no pressure on you. There's no pressure on you. But we, I think we're wondering what you chose to eat. What you chose, you know, did you stay on the road? Was it too much or did you, did you drive on into our fair city? Did you try some low country cuisine? Okay, humans, kind of a short one for you. I am on the road. I do need to get showered so I can go pick up some brew dogs and then head over to my aunt and uncle's house. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Of course, I'm recording this on Thanksgiving Day going to turn up the parade after I stop recording and hop into the quick, quick shower, go buy some werewolf killers, some silver bullets, some Coors Lights, and, and have a festive day. Hope you're all having a festive day. Hope you have a great Black Friday. Let's watch that soccer game, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm stoked. I'm thankful. Good day, humans.